member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Podriot.com. There were a plethora of shots. Oh yeah, and I brought that that ancient mezcal uh, in, which went well with the live goat. Was your condition in? You're listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Mm. You tripping? Yep. I'm tripping. I'm burping. <laughs> I did that just for you. Thanks. Yowza, yowza, yowza. You good? You ready? You pumped? You psyched? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. We're back with another fabulous episode of Era My Shorts. Yes, we are. I'm John. I'm Scat. Motherfuckers. You're mad at them, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm not mad at them. You're starting to get really paranoid <laughs> about this whole tiny hands thing. Yeah, I stick my tiny hands up their asses. Arses. Arses. Do you really what? want to say that? No, actually. <laughs> I regret it already. Uh, didn't they say that they were going to come up like in the summer or something? I believe so, but I think it was just an idle threat. Mm. I don't know. Phil McCracken was supposed to visit me in Miami and he never showed. Fucker. I had my eyes open for a sweaty man in a fur coat with milky pants never saw that's, that's always a sight to see <laughs> believe it or not it wouldn't be a strange thing to see in south beach no i guess not hey we're back you're back because the I last am, episode you were in i was Miami. all i was all phasered and skyped mm-hmm. and unnatural sounding and now I, I still sound like i have a cold which is weird could I possibly have a cold for six weeks running? Uh, I would think that that would be very easy for you to do, actually. I hear the Lord is mad at me because I smoke. Hmm. Which is dumb, really, because he invented cigarettes. <laughs> it's his fault. It's the least of things to be mad at you for, too. It's a good point. What, what, with all that sinning and stuff. Is smoking a sin? It's not really a sin. Unless you go in for that whole body is a temple shit. My so, body is the size of a temple. <laughs> yes, it is. It's just a shame nobody <laughs> comes to worship. Yeah. But on boom. So about those tiny it's hands. The zinger, pow pow. Yeah. About those tiny hands. Global recognition your tiny hands are Apparently. receiving. It's because all of the sizes in my feet. Yeah. And you know what they say about big feet? Big shoes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Clown shoes. Big shoes. Uh, What's going on with you? What's new? Uh, not, not too much. Uh, I go past the Hudson's Bay store that has its uh, Christmas window displays up. Already? Uh, well, they've been up for weeks. 
And um, the theme is Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And uh, of How course, last year of them? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, you know, it's full of all these these mannequins with really stilted movements. I'm sure that if you were actually on yeah. the other side of the glass, you'd be hearing like eek er, mm, eek er. I prefer my mannequins with fluid movements. Mm. Mm -hmm. The uh, the the thing that amused me though was. For, for anyone who hasn't seen the movie or read the books, there's like wizards and or witches and talking animals and stuff. And uh, there's one display where these children are sitting in someone's house having tea, and one of one of the characters there is is a beaver, a talking beaver. Okay, it sounded creepy until you threw in the beaver. <laughs> well, this is where it does get creepy because the beaver is facing out at uh, the the people walking by mm -hmm. and this is supposed to be a friendly talking beaver that rescues them but uh, the stuffed animal that they have there has this look <laughs> like it's something is just snapped in its brain and it's about to turn around and maul the children nice it's wonderful it just needed blood on its teeth that would have been good I swear it looks like it was either gonna tear out the throats of the children or come crashing through the glass and attack me. I, I actually laughed out loud when I saw it because I thought this is this is an extremely disturbing exhibit. I I now want to go see it. So you've just put in a major plug for the Hudson Bay Company, which I didn't know still existed. It does. Doesn't that go back to trappers and the original it's, foundation of? Yeah, it's uh, been around since the seventeen hundreds. Something to do with our province or something. <laughs> Our geography. Something to do with the Hudson's Bay, I would imagine. Are we close to that? No. Body of water wise, what are we close to? Lake Ontario. Oh, that's sad. It's the place that's south of here that you've never seen before. Apparently. There are islands in it I didn't know existed. It's that fantasy land you keep going to in the summer. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's witches and talking animals over there. And demonic beaver, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. I've met some demonic beavers. I bet you have. So, Punky is uh, is on the uh, pod show now in the uh, UK. I was under duress. I, I would have never called them sellouts if I hadn't been pressured. <laughs> of course. By those fat boys in Chicago. They lured me with pizza and beer and promises. The well, you know, the thing is, is that if someone offered us uh, uh, an opportunity, uh, we'd be the first to, to sell out. Well, everybody knows <laughs> that. Um, We're shameless. The only problem that I have with it is that I have to listen to Adam Curry's voice at the beginning and ends of shows now, and it kind of makes my my teeth hurt. It makes my ears bleed, and I don't even know what you're talking about, but. I'm just, see, peer pressure. I guess you haven't listened to Punky lately. Um, I skip all that debris at the beginning. Mm. Until I hear the recorder go off, I know it's not really Punky. But yeah, I, I was coerced into the the whole sellout business. That was all off the record, off the air, and... What's the word? Sycophant? Um, <laughs> spell that. Can you use that in a sentence? Mm. Yeah, okay. I suck. What I love about TTN is those boys 
if I may call them boys, use the word cocksucker. Nobody says the word cocksucker anymore. Cocksucker. Have you noticed that? Nobody says cocksucker anymore. Uh, when I was like 12 or 13, cocksucker was the most wielded fucking obscenity. Well, it's been uh, replaced by motherfucker, I think. But in the late 70s, cocksucker was every other word. Everybody was a cocksucker. And I love the fact that John and Scott use the word cocksucker regularly and frequently and well. I think some people take offense to cocksucker. What, what what could possibly be offensive about cocksucker? Well, I think some gay gay men think it's a derogatory term. Why? I don't know, implying that cocksucking is bad, which of course we well, all know it's not. What the fuck so, is wrong with cocksucking? <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good word. I can't see anybody, gay, straight, male, female, who could have a p- problem with cocksucking other than possibly a lesbian. For whom it, it just would have no relevance at all. So huh? how could it be offensive? I don't know. Cocksucker is a good word. But the be- yeah, cocksucker. Well, the beautiful thing it's, about especially it, if you say it like that. Well, you can. I, I love words that you can say hard or soft, and and cocksucker is a perfect example. It can be violence. Well, like the other c word, right? Or you, it can be sensuous. It, absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, cocksucker. <laughs> Tell me that's not hot. Or you can be a motherfucking cocksucker. But still, I don't know. I'm down with it. You can call me a cocksucker all you want. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I do not see how it's an insult. That would be like saying, you volleyball player, <laughs> you guitar strummer, you chess player how is that derogatory if you do it it, how's it an insult it's only bad when you say it to somebody who doesn't do it or doesn't secretly want to or yearn for it (laughs) like john and scott oh so uh apparently you did break up benifer or no (laughs) uh, (laughs) no vonifer or whatever the fuck i have I have a rather embarrassing apology to make. Um, this, and this makes no sense to me whatsoever, but apparently there is a, an army of people on the TTN forums trying to figure out who the, who the female celebrity was. And I told you off the air, off the record, blah, 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 after that disastrous airing of TTN, that... I just, it was like 20 questions. I just had to pick an avenue and stick to it. But the problem is, I have not had cable or a working television for the better part of four years. So I kind of fucked up. And I, people have invested all this time and energy into figuring out who this person is on false pretenses because I was wrong when I said the person was no longer on the air in a in a current show so if that changes anything in the ongoing TWW query um, I'm sorry I'm really sorry but I've been living on DVDs and DVD rentals as my form of entertainment I have no idea what current television is 
So, yeah, I was wrong. I found out the person is currently on the air. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. It, it was not intentional. I was not trying to just make it impossible to figure it out. Yeah. I, just, I just couldn't believe anybody cared. <laughs> anyway. Now there's going to be a lot of activity on the forums. Well, okay. <clears throat> uh, but apparently John and Scott are going back in a time machine next week to find out to visit the site I'm surprised they haven't <laughs> asked me the coordinates but I'm sure I'm they will I'm sure they will and let's read a story I would love to I took the liberty of digging into the mailbag earlier which is very empty by the way yeah, except for all the Phil Foster stories shorts at the itspot.com anybody but Phil Foster please submit your short stories of 800 words or less we should do another Phil Foster soon, actually. Um, I think we'll just string him along a little bit longer. <laughs> so what do we have? I pulled out another, a second submission from Stunt Pig, and it's called Drinkathon. And I thought it was appropriate after uh, Link's birthday, because mm -hmm. that was a Drinkathon mm -hmm. of sorts. No doubt. Right. Cunting bollocks, read the story. Minnesota Johnson was the most famous drinker in Denver, Colorado. People walked from all over the world to challenge him to the most honorable contest of all a drinkathon. A drinkathon. Alcohol isn't just alcohol anymore, said MJ. It's my lost desire. No one could outdrink Minnesota. No one could stand after trying. They all fell face first into a coma between Johnson's feet, where they drooled dreamless slumber. Alcohol isn't just alcohol anymore, said MJ. It's my lost desire. It's like eating an elephant, said MJ. One bite at a time, and a shitload of time later, the elephant is in your belly. All of a sudden, the doors to the dimly lit small town Roach Bar opened. Mm. It's a miracle, exclaimed a drunken patron. It's a goddamn miracle. She walked in, four years old, and sturdy, her eyes squinted in the scene. Nothing I like better than a set of sturdy eyes <laughs> on a four-year-old. Mm -hmm. Like butterflies on snails, she approached Minnesota Johnson and challenged him to a drinkathon. But you're too young to challenge me to a drinkathon, said MJ. The girl said nothing. Her eyes unsquinted. A glow so bright that angels gave their wings to devils. <laughs> Mr. Johnson felt something unusual. An odd arousing warmth. He's a pedophile. It was fear. Fear warmed his belly and sped his heart. Insert hard noises here. Thanks. <laughs> Ow. I, I think you just started yours. <laughs> uh, hold on, I need a smoke. 
The girl scratched a stool across the floor and climbed to the top. She poured Min Min a shot of Everclear and drank two herself. Is Min Min a cute little pet name for Minnesota Johnson? Yes, so. All right. John was shocked. Who the fuck is John? Johnson. There's only two people in the story. Christ, could we use one name for the motherfucker cocksucker? Not only did the four-year-old girl take two shots, of Everclear without a chaser. What's right. Everclear? I don't know. Is it like alcohol? The purest of unpure, pure alcohol? And key ingredient to the purple Jesus. But she also grinned after the liquor went down. No one grins after Everclear, not even Minnesota Johnson. They all make that, oh my god, what the fuck did I just do face. 36 hours later, the girl sat in her own pee, puddled on top of the stool. It flowed over the edge like a backwards waterfall. Leave me alone, exclaimed the drunken patron that yelled. It's a miracle, a goddamn miracle. Earlier. But the patron was alone. He was sitting on the floor, sipping some sort of brown liquor through a tiny red straw. His eyes twitched hard and dirty. I like hard and dirty eyes mm. almost as much as um, sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> sturdy, hard, and dirty. Minnesota Johnson knew that he had lost. From the moment the little girl grinned, he knew that he had lost. His eyes closed. His world went black. Falling face first to the ground, his head split on the corner of the bar. Thud was the noise. Thud was the noise that cracked Minnie's skull. This guy has way too many motherfucking cocksucking names. <laughs> Minnie, John, Min Min, John John. Minnesota Johnson, Minnie Minnie John John. <laughs> you can call me John, or you can call me John John. Or you can call me Al. Beer belly. Beer, Beer belly. No blood, though, just mouthfuls of liquor spilled from his body. The drunk patron crawled over to lick up the alcohol. Smart. If, was it you? Even the bartender took advantage of Johnny's dead body. <laughs> I forgot how, though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so this is written by the bartender. Perhaps someone, mm. perhaps someone captured it on a, on a cell phone though. Mm -hmm. The girl clapped, grinning. She clapped as loud as that damn whistle on my teapot. I have to run across the house as soon as I sense that the water is about to boil. The little girl told me how to take the cap off, but I forgot. <laughs> the Suddenly, the little girl grew. She grew into a giant meatless ham bone. Giant meatless ham bone. Mm. There's nothing sexy about that. <laughs> it's meatless for one. Salty juice covered her entire body. She glimmered in the light. She shined in the sun. 
She was outside now, in a perfectly green meadow, the type of green with a little bit of yellow mixed in. The sun sang, the birds flew, the wind cooled the ham bone. As the day passed by, insert cooling ham bone noise here. Boom! What the fuck? Thought the girl. What the fuck is that black shadow on the horizon? And why is it approaching me at such a speedy speed? The day was now dead. Only black filled the sky. The female hambone shivered in fear. When the black shadow reached the girl, it split open, revealing the ghost of Minnesota Johnson. Holy fuck! You little heathen! You killed me and stole my glory! Shrieked the ghost of Minnesota. John, John, Minnie, Minnie, John, John, who? I have returned to challenge you to a drinkathon. I have returned to drink you to death, you little bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> your worst nightmare? I thought it was your dream to drink yourself to death. <laughs> No, that someone would challenge me to it, and it wouldn't be of my own. Oh. I like to make my own choices. The girl's shivers vanished, for she knew that no man, dead or alive, could outdrink her. The drinkathon continued for forty days and forty nights. Biblical. On the morning of the forty-first day, the girl was so drunk that she fucked candy bars as if they were millionaires. Please tell me she's not four <laughs> anymore. She grew right up into a hand bone. <laughs> ham, ham. Have you seen the movie Ham, ham? We need to talk about that. Jambon, jambon. Jambon, jambon. I think we might have. We, might have we probably did it. That. Yeah, because her breast tastes like potato Potatoes. omelets. The ghost of Min Min, aka Minnesota John John. Stumbled back and forth across the sky, his black shadow had given up long ago. The sky was blue again. The fields were green with little bits of yellow again. The girl got off of the last candy bar and pulled out a bottle of Everclear. She held the bottle high into the air and screamed, I am no bitch. Now you must die. She turned the bottle up, took four giant swigs, and grinned. Minnie screamed like an ejaculating corpse. Mm. Heard those screams before. It was that damn grin. That damn grin was back to bury him like before. He turned his head and collapsed, melting into the ground as if he never had appeared. The little girl screwed the cat back onto the bottle of Everclear and returned to life as a ham bone. Insert. What the fuck is a ham bone noise here? Ding! What is a ham bone? A ham bone? I would say that it's a bone that one would find in a ham. But maybe that's just crazy talk. Sort of like a ham hock? Yes. What's a hock? A hock is a thing that you'd find in a ham. What, like a shank? What's a, what's a ham hock? What part of the ham feet. does it come from? Pig's feet, I think. Pig? Yeah. 
Yes. Ham is pig. <laughs> what part of the ham did it come from? Didn't expect you to get personal. <laughs> I have to pee. I need a drink. Stereo. Hey. Hey, how are you? You're on the air with pressing buttons in the word whore. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Preston Buttons. Hello, whore. Hi, baby. What you doing? Uh, nothing. Minding my own business. Why would you hear? <laughs> I, I thought by now you'd be in the throes of Art Basel. Well, I went last night and um, I thought I would take a night off. My New York company is arriving tomorrow, so um, all hell will break loose with those those gay New York boys down here in Miami. Yay! Ooh, tell us all about them. Well, they are coming tomorrow at 1030. Um, we're going to the Versace show tomorrow night. But it should be very cool. And um, I don't know, much drinking, debauchery, and God knows they'll hit every gay club while they're here, I'm sure. And I'll get to hear the details. So you get to be a fag hag for the weekend. Well, I'm so good at it. I mean, you know, not as good as you, of course, but I'm, I'm really good at it. I am a fag hag. <laughs> I have to admit, I enjoy, I enjoy the title very much. <laughs> I was filling buttons and our listeners in on our little bowling experience from last week. Ah, uh, yes, more drunken bowling, followed by more drinking to the part where Lulu Fontaine had to <laughs> abandon her vehicle and take a cab home. Did you find your car? Yeah, believe it or not, it was right where I thought it was because I wasn't sure. And, um, yes, I was. it was a wise decision to abandon the car. Preston uh, raised a rather disturbing thing for me. When we were giving the uh, the bowling pins the blowjobs, he said they might have been dirty. Yeah, they probably were. My uh, fingers were not looking that nice the next day. I looked at my nails and thought, ew, I look like I've been gardening. And then I realized it was this bowling ball funk. So, yes, never never blow bowling pins without a handy wipe first. Well, I was thinking, you know, what, what do the uh, pin boys do to these uh, bowling pins? I know, that's what I said. That's gross. <laughs> God knows where those pins have been. Ooh, I must check with my friends and see if they've ever heard of that. Can you imagine? And we we were just politely blowing them so they'd fall down in order. <laughs> well, it works with dicks, you get your way. <laughs> Licky dicky, and next thing you know, you got a pair of new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, it's, it's a nice thought, isn't it? <laughs> dicks, mine's coming home tomorrow night. Yay! Your own personal dick? Your private dick? My my private dick is winging his way here from New York to uh, hang out with the gay boys and go, go art basiling. And yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. Fun, fun, fun. And then I have delayed my trip back to New York by one day because I'm invited to a splendid Christmas party Sunday night. So that'll be fun. But my dick's going back to New York without me. So um, I don't know. I'll just have to enlist some boys to be my dates. Back to the toys. That's right. Ooh, I wanted to 
you to tell us the story about um, your friend Christine and the um, night brought to you by the letter E. Oh. <laughs> well, Halloween, I went out with my friend, and we were in costume, and we had had quite a big night and many drinks and mind-altering drugs. <laughs> and she decided in her state it would be a fabulous time to apply some self-tanner. So she called me the next day and she said, oh my God, you ought to see what I've done to myself. I'm covered with orange streaks and my hands and elbows and knees are orange. And I look like a fucking idiot, but it's part of my charm. And apparently she slathered on half a bucket of self-tanner in a fucked up state and then just passed out and let it do its dirt. Mm-hmm. Because it felt so good. Does she look like a tiger now? Yeah, apparently with very peculiar looking hands and cuticles and knees. And oh my God, she said it was really, really bad. And she did her face too. We had to go to work. Oh no, no. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she did her face. Yep, she slathered it on, on her neck. Yeah, she she did it up. (laughs) Nice. Well, I sent you your... um, your clothing that you left behind from our story the other night. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It should be arriving soon. I love it when people have to ship my clothing after a party. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, that, that's, we won't even say what happened. Uh, <laughs> well, it happens all the time. <laughs> I lose my car, uh, the whore loses her clothes. I'm sorry for leaving my clothing at your home. And a special bra, but we'll leave that alone. <laughs> email that followed about my glow-in-the-dark tits. <laughs> you do have glow-in-the-dark tits. Only when I put a flashlight under them. Perhaps that's something we should share with your um, your studious listeners. Absolutely. Oh, it's it's my favorite party trick. You can always post a picture on our forums. Ooh, okay. Ooh, let me step into the bathroom with my camera phone and forward it. Yes, if you have fake tits, if you go into a dark room and put a flashlight under them, they glow in the dark, and it's the best party trick ever, and it's it's quite a crowd pleaser. Everyone enjoys it every time. It's pretty cool. It is cool. I want to do it. Well, you don't have tits. What, how's that going to work? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have these when I'm done with them. Okay. I can do it. What, with your balls? <laughs> no. Why not Preston's balls no. if they glow? No. Well, Ooh. well, I'm sure they do, but uh, I'm sure they look like some kind of 70s lamp. No, I was actually talking about my man titties. Ew, are you fat now? What's going on? You didn't have titties when I saw you last. That was only a year ago. I did. I was wearing a sports bra. Ew. You had them all reined in and strapped down and stuff. Well, stop eating so much, a pig. <laughs> There's no excuse to being fat. Nothing tastes that good. Just stop it. Oh, at one point I would love, love, love to to dredge up the, the Vaselina stories. Well, you need to call for the Vaselina story or um, my wiener in New York needs to tell you about Vaselina. That's, that is quite a story, especially since... Um, my boy knows the part two part of the Vaselina with the lesbian in the bar story. There's, yes, there's two parts to the Vaselina story. Oh, and then 
couldn't get it up, took her home and tried to bang her and had a Mr. Softy because he was too drunk. Oh, not good. Whiskey dick. <laughs> whiskey dick. Major whiskey dick. Mm. Uh, so of course, we had to tease. Hey, Mr. Softy, ding, ding, ding. What's going on down there? <laughs> oh, whiskey dick. Oh, that's not a girl's friend. That'll make you have a tantrum and blow bowling pins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, awful. We'll have a really good time at Art Basel. I'm very jealous. Well, I wish you were here. It's right up your alley. You you must come next year. Up my alley? Did somebody say bowling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, you girls. Oh, I know. It's, um, it's part of our charm. All right, horn buttons, you get back to uh, doing your... Highly educational show. <laughs> it's very educational. Oh yeah. I talk to you later. Okay. Right. Love you. Bye. You. Bye. All right. Ooh, I have to pee. You have to pee right now. Totally. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this cocksucker up. That's right. From now on, every time my instinct With tells me bow. the same motherfucker, I'm gonna say cocksucker. 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 Let's turn this cocksucker out. Thanks to the uh, few people who've uh, donated uh, lately. Have they? Awesome. Yes, we've had a few. Um, well, nice of you to share that with me <laughs> yeah. in the form of no monetary ha- exchange of hands. Damn. Um, <laughs> Fuck nuts. I should have kept my mouth. Cocksucker. Yeah, I, I'm going to be coming in tomorrow wearing spats. <laughs> um, go to uh, theitspot.com and uh, check out all the wonderful stuff there the drinking game, the forms, etc., etc., etc. Exciting uh, stuff. Send us your stories at shorts at the itspot.com. 800 words or less. And, uh, of course, uh, leave us a message on our audio comment line, 305-767-4697. Yeah, we really get off on those. Send more of those. Yeah. At the 305-76-SHOWS. As in shows me your... I have no memory of the story. <laughs> what the fuck was the story? I thought you were just about to say cocksucker. No. Show me your cocksucker. No. Shows me your cocksucker. Nothing. As in, shows me your John John. Shows me your John John. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out your shorts. My shorts. Theitspot.com.